0: What's up Raider Nation? Matt Holder here from Silver and Black Pride. I've got some exciting news to share with you guys. Today is going to be the very first NFL draft themed episode. And if you guys know me or have followed me on Twitter for a while, you know I love live for the draft, so I couldn't be more excited to be rolling this out. Now, what exactly am I going to be doing from here out? Well, to be honest, I really don't know and it's kind of all up in the air right now. I'm going to be reaching out to different agents slash prospects for interviews, as well as other people I know in the industry to get some insights on who the Raiders might be taking this year. I can't make any promises on who I'll get to come on the podcast, or even how regular the interviews will be, but I can promise you they will be quality, and I'll do my best to get the biggest and best guests I can. So, without further ado, please enjoy my first interview of the NFL Draft season with Michael Mietti. Raider Nation, I have a very special guest for you guys on this week's podcast. Please welcome all SEC and PFF All American Center and NFL Draft prospect from the University of Missouri, Michael Mayetti. Michael, thanks for coming on, man. How are you doing?
1: Man, thank you for having me. Appreciate it.
0: Awesome. Well, let's get started talking about your background. You went to the high school, or you went to high school in New Jersey at the legendary Don Bosco Prep, which, to my knowledge, is the best program in the state. <laughs> Stayed at home for your first four years in college at Rutgers, and obviously ended up transferring to Missouri for your last two. So, walk me through your journey to this point. Um, where are you, where are you now preparing for the NFL draft? I'm especially curious about your decision to leave your home state and transfer.
1: Uh, so right now I'm in, uh, Fort Myers, Florida. I'm training at a place called X3, uh, getting ready for, for my pro day, March 25th. So making sure that, uh, I'm the best I could be that day. Um, and the decision to, uh, to grad transfer, uh, and leave Rutgers, it was really hard. It was a hard decision to, uh, leave everything that I've known. Like you said, I went to high school in New Jersey, all I've ever done is lived in New Jersey, but, um, I wanted a chance to compete, uh, at a different level. I wanted to see what, uh, the portal had, uh, for me, you know, and then I was blessed enough to get a phone call from, from coach drink and and the Missouri staff and <laughs> the rest is history.
0: Mm-hmm. So I'm curious why Missouri, did you have a, a connection with coach drink before that, um, in high school or anything like that?
1: No, I I actually didn't know a single person in Missouri, and I didn't even take a visit there before (laughs) committing between uh, COVID and everything going on. I wasn't able to take any uh, visits out there, but uh, they made me feel really comfortable, and they welcomed me with open arms, and and that's where I felt like home was and feel like I made the right choice. Well,
0: awesome. Well, I'm also curious about your uh, pre-draft process and what that looks like for you. No offense, but you're not a household name yet. Uh, hopefully, we're getting there someday, and you are kind of an under the radar type of prospect. So, can you shine some light on what this whole draft prospect look draft prospect? Excuse me, draft prospect looks like for someone that's in your shoes?
1: Um, it, it's hard work. I mean, everybody's working hard right now. Uh, but like you said, I'm not a household name right now. But uh, I'm working every day uh, to change that. I'm working every rep and every. Uh, opportunity I can to just better myself, to give me, um, an advantage anywhere I could find it.
0: Do you ever get frustrated seeing someone else get more notoriety than you that maybe you went up against in college or maybe plays the same position and you feel like maybe you're better than everyone or something like that?
1: You know what? I try really not to worry about, uh, other people and, and trying to compare myself to other people. Cause, uh, that really doesn't change much. You know, I try to put my blinders on and, and just go to work every day. That's all I could
0: really control. I like that. Focus on you, focus. I like that a lot.
1: Yes, sir. Does it help
0: having guys like Tyler Batty and Caleb Evans, who you played with that Missouri and even Bo Melton, that Rutgers, who um, is going through the same painstakingly long process? Do you get to talk to those guys much uh, very often and kind of, you know, almost just vent to each other a little bit about it?
1: Um, no, there's really no venting going on. I mean, I have a good relationship with all my my former teammates. I feel like uh, there really wasn't any bad people in the locker room that I tried to avoid at either spots. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, if there's any chance that I have to uh, to bounce ideas off of them, bounce thoughts off of them, I definitely do.
0: Awesome. Is there anyone who has already gone through this draft process that you lean on or plan to lean on for advice?
1: Uh, I do. A good friend of mine, uh, Jonah Jackson, he's on the Detroit Lions. Uh, I'm probably on FaceTime with him once a week. <laughs> Anything that goes on on my phone, he's He's one of the first few people I tried to uh, get some information out. What what do certain things mean, and and uh, just trying to to understand the process as best as I can from a guy that that went through it.
0: So when you say like, what does this this mean? Like, can you give us an example of that? What do those conversations typically kind of look like?
1: Uh, everyone's a little different. Every one of those conversations is different, um, just from who's reaching out, what they're saying, and and all that stuff. But I try to. Uh, like you said, I kind of just tried to ask him everything I can to trying to be a sponge. Awesome.
0: I saw you participated in the uh, College Gridiron Showcase, which is a newer pre-draft event. So can you tell us about what goes on at CGS and how it helped you or how you benefited from it?
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, it was a great experience. Uh, You're going against some great talent every day um, in practice. You know what I mean? And we were also able to, to show what we can do in front of NFL scouts and, and other professional league scouts, which was awesome. So uh, just the, the opportunity I had to just be in front of them and, and let them see what what I could do on the field was, uh, was really good.
0: Which teams did you get a chance to talk to more one-on-one?
1: Um, that I tried not to, like, go over that with my agent. He tries to, like, be really, gotcha. like, narrowed down with all that.
0: Gotcha. Completely understand that. Yeah. I'm just curious for their line of questioning, you know, just in general speaking, you know, what were the kind of questions were they asking you? And did you notice any common theme from team to team in their line of questioning?
1: Uh, Just trying to get to know me, honestly, get, getting to try to know Mike, my I mean, you could put on the film and, and you could find out a lot about any football player you watch tons of film on, you know what I mean? You're in college for a long time, but they're trying to understand who the person is. It wasn't just me. It was, it was all my friends that I've asked, how their questions went. And it's just about getting to know people and, and
0: knowing how you process things. Gotcha. So it was just more, more of a fact finding thing than any sort of specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Now, unfortunately you didn't get to participate in the senior bowl and won't be at next week's combine. So I'm curious, how has that impacted your motivation at all, either positively or negatively?
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I try not to control what I can't control, you know, I control what I can. And I didn't get uh, an invite to either one of those, but I still have my pro day, March 25th, and, and I'm gonna I'm working every day to put on awesome. a performance over there, yep.
0: Let's move on to some football talk. I flipped on your tape the other day, and I have my opinion on what your biggest strength is or what I think your biggest strength is, but I'm curious, what do you think your biggest strength as a player is?
1: Um, I think getting up to the second level, I, I feel like that's definitely an advantage that I bring uh to the offensive line uh getting out in space um pass blocking you know things like that
0: I'm glad to hear that because we're on, we're on the same page I think one of the things that definitely pops off to me is that you're you're a pretty athletic dude for an offensive lineman <laughs> out there you know
1: appreciate I ge- that I,
0: I was seeing you know you'll climb the uh to the uh the second level and you're you're lethal on those reach blocks and block when blocking space so is that something you've worked on over the years or it's just been kind of like a natural part of your game no
1: that's something I worked on when I first got to college I really struggled getting out in space but but I've had great o-line coaches that that have helped uh mold me into the player that I am
0: so from your perspective how would you grade your athleticism and where do you think that helps you most
1: um like you said, I feel like I'm a pretty good athlete out, out in space. I know I do play offensive line, so so that, that's uh not very that's not talked about yeah, very often. Definitely. But no, I feel like I I'm pretty comfortable out in space. I enjoy it. A lot of offensive linemen do, don't like uh getting up to that <laughs> second level, you know,
0: the yeah, more athletic
1: guys.
0: Definitely not one of those guys falling on their face out there when uh, those quick DBs <laughs> get out there. <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, I also noticed a handful of times where you're doing something with your offhand pre-snap, whether it was just shaking it or pointing guys out. Was that something that, or was that you taking command of the protection scheme and pointing out potential blitz threats?
1: Yep. So uh, the good thing about playing offensive line uh, at Mizzou is I handled all the protection. And not only did I like point out where I thought pressure was coming from, I had to communicate that in split seconds with, the rest of the offensive line and the right. back all through hand motions and where I'm touching my head and stuff like that. So all those pre-snap indicators were all on me to try to find the pressure. So the quarterback, we had a young quarterback, so he didn't have to worry about that. Well,
0: that's awesome. I'll tell you what, I love to hear that. And that was actually going to be one of my next questions. So have you been studying up on NFL protection schemes and do you have like a mentor or a teacher to help you with that? Would that be a Jonah Jackson that you are talking about earlier?
1: Yep. No. So down here where I'm training at at X3, uh, they bring in an offensive line coach, Eugene Chung, and he comes down, and we go over, uh, like we go over board work. We go over how we would pick certain blitzes up, how we'd identify certain things. So, like I said, I'm just trying to be a sponge and trying to take little bits from everybody I come across.
0: Would you feel comfortable setting the protection at the next level with what you know right now?
1: You know what I do. I'm pretty, I'm awesome. pretty, I'm pretty confident in uh, my football knowledge, and and I feel like uh that's also what what separates me and gives me an upper hand
0: yep love to hear it you got got the mental part of the game down (laughs) one thing i assume that i had i assume has come up when you uh talk with nfl teams and if it hasn't i'm gonna imagine it will soon and that's your size you're listed at 290 at missouri so what are you weighing in at right now and is that something you're currently working on at x3
1: yeah no i'm working on that i mean right now i'm about 304 so i've gained some weight um Towards the end of the year, I was, I was a little heavier uh, at Missouri. So obviously the website's not going to change <laughs> gotcha. that, but I, I've been working on that. I knew that was something I had to do, um, but I feel good moving with it right now. You know, I feel good cutting for, for the 510.5 5 and the elder on the 40 and all that stuff. So I, I'm excited to, to get out for pro day.
0: Awesome. Glad to hear you're not losing that athleticism with the extra, the extra LBs on there. So how are you able to come overcome any sort of size disadvantage against those bigger nose tackles in the SEC? Um, Through film
1: preparation, honestly, I feel like you could prepare so much that that you can almost see what they're going to do before then. What the defense gives you, they all have assignments and rules, you know. So I try to almost beat them to the spot. From what I could see from safeties and linebackers, where everybody's aligned, I try to do that. Um, and a lot of technique, you know what I mean? Gotcha. That, that kind of is the equalizer
0: beating them with play speed, that mental processing and the athletic ability combo. Awesome. Yes, sir. So besides getting bigger and stronger, what other part of your games are you trying to work on or getting better at right now?
1: Um, you know what, from, from peewee football and, and on, uh, offensive line is always about, uh, feet, hands, and hips, you know, and I'm trying to, to be precise with my feet, precise, with my hands, my hips, all that, so I'm just trying to work on on honestly everything. I'm not a finished product by any means, so I'm just trying to get better with all that. I mean, as an offensive lineman, your, your your first step is is two inches too far to the right. Mm-hmm. That the play's over. You know what I mean? So you got to be precise, especially when you play center. There, there's no space in between you. They line up on you.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. You know? Speaking of that, I saw you only played center in college. Do you have any experience playing guard, whether that be in high school or whatever? And is that something you're willing to do um, to open up your number of potential suitors?
1: No, absolutely. So uh, in games, I've only played center, yes. But in practices, I've done some guard. uh, My offensive line coaches have tried to uh, make sure that I could play anywhere in that interior for, for (laughs) for this opportunity, you know.
0: Perfect. Did you get a chance to play some guard at CGS?
1: Uh, No, I was just at center there. Okay, gotcha. Yeah.
0: So what's the biggest difference between playing center and playing guard, in your opinion, and what do you think would be the most challenging part about making that transition?
1: Football is such a cool sport. I mean, every position is so different. A lot of people uh, will just try to classify everything as as offensive line, you know, but it's so different from center to guard, guard to tackle. You know what I mean? It's only six inches of a split <laughs> between the guys, but from your technique, for, from your landmarks, from everything in between. But uh, center and guard, I would have to say the distance in between it. Definitely at center, it's more of a uh, a phone booth fight, where at, at guard, you have a little bit more space because you have uh, a little more space in between you and the D-line. Gotcha.
0: And have any teams talked to you about playing guard so far?
1: Uh, No, only center. Gotcha.
0: So generally speaking, what's the biggest difference between playing in the Big Ten and the SEC, or is there one?
1: Uh, I definitely believe that there is a difference. Um, the SEC is uh, every everybody's fast. You know, everybody's got tons of speed. Everybody's big, strong, and physical. You know, every week you turn on the film and, and you're like, all right, well that guy's a dude. That's a dude. So <laughs> uh, it's exciting, you know. But I, I definitely do think that there's a little difference, and uh, the SEC has the upper hand a little
0: bit in my gotcha. opinion Gosh. Gotcha. Yeah. guys a little bit bigger down in the south huh
1: <laughs> no doubt and faster okay.
0: as you know this is a raider centric pod- podcast and i know you're from the east coast and spent the last couple of years in the midwest but i'm curious if you have any memories about as a kid as the raiders or if there's a particular play or a game that stood out to you along the, along those lines basically what's your exposure with the raiders um
1: Honestly, for, from being a Northeast guy, I wasn't able to get many uh, Raiders games, you know, but I've had a old uh, teammate at Rutgers that was uh, was he with was the Seymour. organization for a while. Yep. Kamal Seymour was with the Raiders for a little bit. So he only had really good things to say about everything that was going on on that side. It was different, though, you know, <laughs> from the Northeast all the way out there. Yeah. But he was excited. <laughs>
0: Good to hear. Good good to hear. I'm just glad that you didn't go to Missouri and become a Chiefs fan on me. That's uh, that's (laughs) the only thing I I get down for.
1: That's the the thing. I went there and I haven't seen so many Chiefs fans. Everybody's a diehard Chiefs fan. I was like, I hope (laughs) they were that way before Mahomes and all those guys got over there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: All right. Well, we'll end on this note. Let's pretend I'm Raiders new general manager, Dave Ziegler, and I need an interior offensive lineman badly. I'm considering drafting this uh, Mietti guy out of Missouri. So give me your sales pitch. What should the loss? Why should the Las Vegas Rangers draft you and what where are they getting if they do?
1: Uh, I'm going to make everybody in the building better. Uh, I'm going to push everybody uh, through competition. I believe that brings out the best in people, whether it it be people on the defensive line or, or people at my position. I'm going to push everybody to be their very best. And what they're going to get out of me is a, a smart, tough, and dependable player. Um, I'm gonna to go to work every single day, and and make sure that we get one percent better every time we step on that field.
0: Awesome, I love it. Thanks again, Michael, for coming on the podcast. This was a blast. Hopefully, we get to talk again soon. Real quick before you go, do you have any social media accounts or anything you want the people of Greater Nation to know about?
1: Yep, uh, Mike Mietti seventy eight on
0: both. All right, you guys know where to follow me, Adam Holder95 on Twitter. And as always, please rate, review, subscribe, and download. Awesome.